We hope you enjoy listening to this weekly podcast from Lifeline Church. Find out more by visiting lifelinechurch.co.uk. Okay, morning everyone. Um, I took a leaf out of Heidi's book a couple of weeks ago and she said she'd printed her notes out nice and big so she didn't have to put her reading glasses on. So I've done the same. Just, it's just looking a bit blurry. And I'm not telling you what size font I used. Anyway, they're here in case, but let's try without. Um, So this morning I want to share with you a bit of the journey that I've been on for the last little while. And the reason I'm sharing it is because I suspect it's not just me. I think we've had, okay, I think, you know, I think it's been a difficult time. There's been some disappointments. We've come through COVID. It's been, you know, quite tough. And some of us, I think, probably have been feeling a little bit less than kind of firing on all cylinders. So um, I want to see what God might want to say to us in that. And I'm going to use an illustration from our holiday this year. These are not my holiday photos, but Grant and I went rafting down the river in Croatia, which he was really keen. And I was like, "Uh, if you really want to, I'll do it. Anyway, we did, and it was great. It was really, really beautiful. There was a mixture of kind of gentle stretches and then stretches like this. And I mean, that looks, yeah, dramatic, but actually we managed to stay in our raft most of the time. Well, all the time, so that was pretty good. Um, And you had to try and negotiate these rapids without falling in. And you really did literally go like that down some of them. Um, And amazingly, these rafts just, kept going, which was great. And there was about 15 rafts with three or four people on each one. And at the back, you had a skipper and the skipper was responsible for the steering. Now there were several um, qualified guides from the company, from the rafting company who were skippers. And then and when they did their introductory talk, they said, and we also need some of you to be skippers. Has anybody got any paddling experience? And there's all these people like, well, I did it once. I've been in a canoe. And they're going, that's fine, that's fine. And we, Grant and I ended up on a, a raft with one of these not, not qualified skippers. However, he did really, really well. Um, and we had been told what to do if you got stuck on a rock, because sometimes this happens. This is a different rafting thing couldn't find one of our company but anyway sometimes people got stuck on rafts like on rocks like that and so they said what you need to do is put your oars in the air and somebody will come and bump you off one of the qualified raft instructors will come bump the raft and off you go you can try wiggling a bit if you want you can try push off with your oar but often you need someone to come and bump you off So um, we're heading down this rapid towards these two rocks and they very clearly said go between the rocks and our skipper managed to negotiate us onto the rock. So there we were stuck on this rock and paddles in the air and um, this instructor came by, he said okay I'll come and bump you off, he did and our skipper we just suddenly realized he wasn't there anymore. He was just in the water. So it was very successful bumping us off the rock, but we lost our skipper in the, in the meantime. But anyway, all was fine. We carried on. Anyway, you're probably thinking, what on earth has that got to do with anything? Um, 
But just, just going back to what I, you know, my journey, I'd been feeling a little bit flat for a while, you know, been drifting a bit, if we want to use the river analogy, nothing particularly wrong, but not especially excited about my relationship with God, a bit frustrated, things have got a bit pedestrian, a bit comfortable, and I could blame it on all sorts of things. Like I said at the beginning, you know, it's been a hard time. We've been through COVID. It's not like it was. You know, there's lots of things that I could blame it on. However, I knew that God really probably needed to do something. And I read this from Isaiah 55. Come all you who are thirsty, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread and your labor on what does not satisfy? Listen, listen to me and eat what is good and you will delight in the richest of fare. And I can see an invitation there to something really satisfying, eating what's good, delighting in the richest of fare. And it kind of caused me to question, well, am I living in that? And if I'm not living in it, what am I inviting people to? This is an invitation for people who don't know him. But if I'm not feeling like I'm living in that, I think there's some adjustment needed. And then God spoke to me from Revelation 2. And it was just a line of the verse that says, repent and do the things you did at first. And I was thinking back to when I first met God first met Jesus and just the excitement of being filled with the Holy Spirit, the excitement of being part of a, a youth group that was, you know, really trying to find out what it meant to follow God. And we were sharing what he'd been doing in us. We were filled with the Holy Spirit. We were being invited into different churches in our sleepy area of Yorkshire where I grew up. And, you know, there was something of an excitement that I think, you know, I, I've lost. And just before that, repent and do the things you did at first, that verse says, you've forsaken the love you had at first. Consider how far you've fallen. I thought, oh, that sounds quite serious. I'm hearing you speak to me, God. I'm feeling a sense of needing something more. Maybe I've got a bit stuck on a rock. And I've tried the wiggling and I've tried the pushing off with the oar, but I just can't quite get unstuck. And then, then I had a conversation with a friend and we know that God has called us into relationship. That's one of the things we talk about all the time. We're a body. We're not designed to work everything out ourselves. And, you know, God does come and meet with us. He does answer our prayers. He does set us free. Sometimes, though, we really need each other to help us along that journey, just like we needed that, that raft to come and bump us off the rock. And our friends are part of God's grace to us. And we really need each other to help us navigate this journey that God's called us to. And Thessalonians 5.11 says, Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up. So my friend said to me, you don't quite seen yourself and I said yeah I can hear that I recognize that's true I can't quite identify what's wrong 
And so she suggested, well, why don't we get together and chat and pray and ask God? And we found a time. The only time we could find was early one morning um, before breakfast, before work at breakfast time. And when I got there, she said, you know, I've been thinking and asking God, and I don't know if this is from him, but I just have a question to ask you. And actually, for this, the question isn't actually relevant, particularly for this talk, but it was very relevant for me. And it was something that helped me kind of trace through what had happened, maybe decisions I'd made, some things that I'd just kind of just needed to have changed really the way that I did things and I could begin to unlock what was going on for me you know like sometimes you have a ball of wool or something and you can't find the end and you need to find the end so that you can just untangle it and that was that was really helpful for me and I could start to see things more clearly and even as I drove home I could feel a, a fresh excitement just starting to, to bubble up inside of me. Um, and that conversation was the, the raft that knocked me off that rock where I'd got a bit stuck. So um, I have a question. Where are you on the river? Just time to have a think while I have a drink. So, you know, maybe you're really enjoying the adventure. Yeah, I know what God has, is calling me to. I'm living in the good of that. I'm really heading down that river, enjoying the rapids. Or, you know, maybe it's not quite like that. Maybe got stuck. Maybe you're drifting in the shallows. There's all kinds of analogies you could use. Um, and I just thought, when I was thinking about my experience, I thought there's a few things that might be indications of the fact that we might have got stuck. Now, not all of these apply, applied to me, but um, I think they could apply to quite a lot of us. So feeling dry, apathetic, lacking a sense of direction, not really feeling, you know, I know what God's got for me, what he's called me to. Lacking joy, not having much expectation that I'm actually going to hear from God, just getting on. And I think we are so faithful at getting on with what God's given us to do. But sometimes that can be, um, well, it's never enough, is it? I think Lottie touched on that with the word that she brought. It's not, it's not just about doing but we need to have that sense of conviction of the heart from God. Um, life is comfortable. So easy just to get into our nice, comfortable life. And I'm thinking about, yeah, you know, not, not rocking the boat too much, just staying within my comfort zone. Living on past experiences. Well, it's been a long time since I've heard from God, but I do remember back in 1996, there was this time he spoke to me and it really made a difference. I don't want to be living in that. Um, I said earlier, and I've shared this before, but when, when I first met with God and was part of this quite slightly mad youth group, 
we were taking a service in this very sleepy Methodist church in a village in Yorkshire. And this old guy came up afterwards and said to us, I, well, it's all right for you, youngsters. When you've been around as long as I have, you'll realise it's not that exciting. And I remember at the time thinking, Lord, let me never be like that. What a tragedy. You know, to reach that stage, you're still faithfully going along, but yeah, it's not that exciting. And he, I'm sure he had experiences of God in the past, but wasn't anymore. Not often having spiritual conversations with my friends. Do we take that time to really let that iron sharpen iron? Or is it a bit superficial? Um, being inward looking, self-focused, what's going to please me today rather than what will please you, God? Holding on to unforgiveness, I think it's such a key thing. If there's any unforgiveness in us, we just can't let that stay. Distancing myself from others. And then this last one, I just wanted to look at a bit more carefully, not loving others well. I think this is really key because we know that how well we love one another is the main indicator of how well we love God. And Jesus said, a new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. And I, I read something recently that really brought this into perspective and which I've, I've found very challenging. It's from a book written by a Jesuit priest. Um, he runs an outreach to gangs or did run an outreach to gangs in one of the poorest areas of Los Angeles. Um, he says, every time one of the Jesuits at Dolores Mission would celebrate a birthday, the same ritual would repeat itself. You know, one of the other Jesuits would say to me, for example, your birthday is Wednesday. The people are throwing a surprise party for you on the Saturday before. The protests are as predictable as the festivities. Oh, come on, I'd say, can't we pass this year? Look, one of my brothers would say to me, this party is not for you, it's for the people. And so I'm led into the parish hall for some bogus meeting and I can hear the people shushing one another. As I step in the door, lights go on, people shout, I am called upon to muster up the same award-winning look of shock from last year they know that you know they don't care they don't just love you it's their joy to love you oh my goodness i read that and it was like an arrow to my heart because i think we can easily get into well of course we love people that's what we're here for and relationship is the heart, at the heart of this church but i can go start going through the motions so I'm loving people, maybe doing things for them, maybe going to see them, but is it my joy to love them? And if it isn't my joy, is it really love? Really, I've just found it so challenging. And I, I know that for me, I've been guilty of, yeah, well, we do it because we love people. So, okay, here we go. And sometimes, you know, it's not always, you're not always going to go skipping out the door, you know, well, hey, I'm going out at midnight to see this person in need. We have to be realistic, but I do think there's something that God wants to renew in us about how 
It was his joy to love people. It can be our joy to love people. So if I'm stuck, what can I do about it? Well, first of all, asking God, Lord, am I where you want me to be? And I think he's always faithful to answer that kind of prayer. We need to want to change. And if, if oh, I forgot to put this bit on the slide. Um, yeah, we need to want to change. But if, I'm not, if I don't want to change, we can pray that prayer, Lord, make me willing, make me want to want. Then there's need for confession. And I think at this point, you know, consider asking a friend to help bump you off that rock. It does involve risk. Hopefully you won't end up in the water like our skipper did. But there's a risk about being open and vulnerable with one another. We might hear things we don't really want to hear. We'll probably have to step out of our comfort zone. So it's not, you know, it's not an easy thing to do, but I think it's just very powerful and important. And then there's that repentance, it's that turning around and doing it differently. And, you know, I thought at the top there, it's the work of the Holy Spirit, but he does involve us in the process. So there are, it's about a heart position, really, if we want to get unstuck and be on the adventure that he's called us to. It is about positioning our hearts right. And this is a final note to those of you who are not stuck and you're enjoying the adventure. And maybe, maybe it doesn't apply, and I think that's great. But please be willing to take notice of those who may be stuck. So the other rafts, there were many other rafts on this adventure that we went on. Lots of them were like, oh dear, you're stuck, hello. And off they went down the river. Um, and the instructor in, in his raft, he could have passed us by, but he didn't. And he, you know, we got going again. Um, it is costly to reach out to others. We may need to change our plans. It's inconvenient. I think it's also costly to think differently because it's easy just to be thinking, I'm going this way, and just forget to be looking to the sides to check that other people are okay. And so I think, again, it's that grace that God, he will give us that grace to look out for one another. And we might be the one to have the right question to help bring release to somebody else. Um, so, and I think just one final thing, you know, we, in the rafting thing, it was only the expert um, guys from the rafting company who were allowed to come and ram the other rafts off. But that's, that analogy doesn't follow. This is for all of us. There's no experts. We're on a journey together. We're helping one another together. And it is just about our heart and our willingness. So, yeah, some things, I hope, you know, I hope there's some things to think about. Thank you for listening to this podcast by Lifeline Church. We hope this message has been an encouragement to you. We are a relational church with a passion to demonstrate God's love to one another and our surrounding community in real and practical ways. We believe that God has called us to have an impact on our families, our communities and our nation. 
We'd love to connect further with you, so please do visit our website at lifelinechurch.co.uk, on Facebook, lifeline.church.uk, or Twitter at Lifeline UK.